Welcome to another Night Shift Football Podcast Red Edition. A massive three points away on the road to, at Newcastle for Adelaide United. Uh, we've also got a Socceroos squad to go through. Tommy and Cooper are here to go through it. Where do you want to start with this one? Uh, Line-up, I guess, as usual. Yep. Yes, winning. I think maybe just quickly look at Newcastle. Anyone else impressed with uh, an A-League team lining up in a 4-2-2? 4 2 Yeah. Did it operate like that during the game? I wasn't able to catch this one, but... It did in uh, some respect, but uh, I think... Well, they, they had more of the ball, so that's what I thought was weird about it. It seems like you set up that way to combat a team that's going to hold more of the ball, and so I think they found themselves having to uh, mm. just filter back into a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-3-1 in, in most circumstances. Mm. Super vulnerable um, on the break, though, they looked. Yeah, and I would have been impressed by it if it wasn't Angus Thurgate and holding midfield with Trent Bahadur in front of him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is gross. Well, that's how you know it wasn't a genuine, was it? I don't mind Thurgate, though. It's the shambles of a club. Did anyone else notice that Arthur Pappas had dress shoes, dress pants, but then a just plain cotton black polo shirt from Kmart on? Like the club nah, couldn't even it. find him a fucking polo shirt to wear? I rate it. Uh-oh, this sounds like Sammy's match day get up. No, I rate it. Yeah, dress <laughs> shoes, dress pants, and just a polo. Rate it. Rate it It's like you go out and got polo, though. Yeah, that's what You've I mean. Like, like, you would be wearing a Downs polo to coach. Why is he wearing yeah. a fucking... It, it's like when you go to a fancy <laughs> restaurant and they've got Anko Kmart plates. Like, I've got these yeah, at home. Shit. Give me something nicer. <laughs> I like. know. Anko, my life. My life is Anko. Um, Adelaide's lineup. Adelaide's lineup, though. Luka Jovanovic got the start. We all hope he get and uh, nagged himself a goal. Uh, I guess we can work our way through the goals chronologically, if you like, as we do most weeks. Goody, the first one. Cuts on his right, has a go, gets a gets a nice ball back to him, takes a touch and fucking leathers it in. Doesn't he just? It's a beautiful wall pass from the defender. He really just sets it up wonderfully for his left mm, peg. They did the so well to show him onto his right. Again, all he wants to do is try and prove to us that he can shoot on his right. Uh, not the best shot, but wow, what a finish. This is, <laughs> how does he continue to maintain this level of quality? I don't understand. Yeah, he just he's just ticking along in such a good I don't know. We we talked about that little patch a while ago where he seems really in and out of games but and then was struggling to get his moments maybe when he got back from the World Cup, but now now he's just back and he's flowing again, getting getting on the ball and causing causing havoc for defenses. Two assists and a goal in this one. Yeah, don't want to take anything away from the finish, but was Jack, did Jack go. Duncan do really well to get a solid chunk of hand to it or should he have done better once he got there? He No, he did well to get cool. a hand because he was pretty unsighted yeah. by the defender, I thought. so. It's always the defender's fault, isn't it? Even when the keeper's got a good glove on it. I didn't it say it was the defender's fault. I said well, if he's unsighted by the defender. That doesn't mean I'm blaming <laughs> the defender. You centre-backs, I'll tell you what. You gotta, we got to stick together. we got to stick together. No, I think maybe he could have, but it kind of, it's almost reminiscent of the Gauchi one against Melbourne City earlier this season. I think when a ball is that well hit, yeah, uh, yeah, you've got to be a good uh, good goalkeeper to flip that around the post. Yeah. Zach Clough grabs the second one, a Craig Goodwin assist, and it looked like a, boy, oh, if you missed that, then get on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, looks like a really nice move. Not sure if a combination of, 
caught Newcastle sleeping after the first goal and they were just like, I think that's what you spoke about, whereas they were just like, they were very vulnerable right in that 4 triple two, You have those sort of like, they're not wide, but they're not totally central. And if you do just leave off like a pure channel up the middle, it's there. And if you watch the goal back, cloth comes from like between the attacking mids to between the defensive mids to between the mm. centre backs to score. Like he just makes one straight run down the middle. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, in Newcastle's defence, I wouldn't see Clough running into the box and think, ah, shit, should I pick him up or <laughs> surely there's someone else I should be marking? There you go. Nah, it's yeah. a good finish by Dishy. I was glad to see it. Dishy, Dish Clough. Um, tell you what, it was a good finish. The old veteran, Jason Hoffman. Um, I have massive question marks about why this guy is still playing A-League, though. There's one in every team, isn't there? There's one mm. guy, like it's your Lee Broxham type. But he's, your, he's not good though. It's your top or stand. Yeah, I guess. This was I a mean, good goal, but I mean, he's he's not good. Like if you watch Newcastle every week, he's <laughs> he's bad. He's proper son of the Hunter spec. Maybe he sh- mm. would be better off on the sidelines, dual coaching, dual playing. He could sub himself in if he needs the to score bangers. Local hero. Amazingly, 10 minutes after his first, he nearly had another screamer as well. Yeah, with- he did. If not denied by the crossbar, he would have had absolutely two two absolute belters on the second one. Um, just with the defending for the first goal left a little bit to be desired, and if he'd found a second one, it would have too. Can we, for the love of God, stop with this wall and bar combo? (laughs) And can we fucking sell Lockie Bar's soul back to Adelaide City if we have to? Because he's one of those guys that we've spoken about. I want him on the bench, but if his presence is going to make Carl start him every week, then I fucking had enough. Like, just go. Yeah, squad depth. We've spoken about him as, uh, you know, he has a spot in an A-League squad, I think, as a defender, but especially when the likes of Trat are getting around. Um, But Mm -hmm. starting every week and Ben Wallen just hasn't brought it either. Um, It's frustrating. The selection's frustrating. Yeah, I think we're again. I, I think we were, as a round, not just as a centre-back combo this week, I think we were very defensively poor altogether. I don't think Lopez had his best game of the year. And I think Ryan Kiddo probably had one of his worst games of the year as well. Um, yeah. He's been very, very good this year, but he was absolutely fucking atrocious on the weekend. Mm. And um, Joe Gauci is, we'll get to him later in the Socceroos squad too, but he's on a, a little bit of a run where he has a few questionable moments every week, it seems, and we'll get to it in a sec. I don't know if you want to now with Newcastle's second Go goal. Just do it now. Um, but yeah, very, I thought very, very poor for the second goal. It was one of those that, you know, those ones when you're a junior and you're playing in goal and you would know Sammy come up. It's one of those ones you get told, you know, if you're going to commit and go, you've got to commit and go. And he was just, it looked yeah. like he was so in between two minds. He dropped to two knees and then sort of just flailed at the ball and got nowhere near. And it just looked really, really weak. It looked unco. Yeah. Like he just uh, got it all wrong, made a mess of it. Uh, another one I'll put in the forgive pile for him though. How big is this forgive pile and how long until the top? It's getting bigger. It's getting bigger, but if we keep winning, then uh, that's fine. What does it matter? I think we're all in the camp of him finally getting a crack in the the Socceroos camp. So, (laughs) and he has that now. We'll get to that score a little later. Um, Just before that, though, Adelaide scored their third goal, and it's our boy Luka Jovanovic. We talked about him coming off the bench against City for Ibasuki and then causing Thomas Lamb all sorts at the back. Um, he did it again. He was just running around, making his presence known. And uh, it, it looked like it was going to be a tight VAR check. And he nearly made a mess of the finish, but he got it in there. Debut, debut 
goal for a debut his start a debut, debut start, start starting yeah. debut yeah yeah starting debut and a goal to go with it how good you love yeah, to see I it. love sorry Tommy I love the um I love for one I, I rip him a lot on this podcast and I'm I'm still not his biggest fan but I, big props to Colby for just backing the young kid and throwing him in the deep end because I sort of during the week I was I was unsure what we were going to do in terms of whether we'd you know, shift Halloran up front and, and give Nestor a start or try something else. And he sort of, it looks to me like he's just looked and gone, you know what, we've got an out-and-out striker at the club in really good form at, at the second level. Let's just give him a go. And mm. and well-deserved and paid dividends too. Definitely. There was, like you could see, maybe even 15 games ago, Carl starting Halloran up top, cloth out wide, and then having a midfield three of like Izzy Louie, maybe Ethan Alligage, maybe someone else. But, you know, testament to the guy, we've slagged him off a little bit for his his team selection. We've done it in this game. Um, but, to, yeah, to give the guy a start, I can't remember if it was in the build-up to this goal or Klopp's goal where Jovanovic wins a header. He just he should not be winning whatsoever. He gets up high, desperate for the ball. The game opens up. I think it was this goal because then, oh, no, it might have been the second goal, whatever. But in respect of this one, the good one pass. Oh my God, <laughs> that's just world-class to be able to hit it like that so early into space and to just allow Jovanovic one touch to be able to put it away. Just the, the weighting and the placement. It's so crisp. It's just, it's better than anything you could possibly hope for. I, he was... He's been in 17 goals he's been involved in this season now, Craig Goodwin. Like, it's, mm. it's fucking yeah. insane. Luca like, spoke about with the header just then. He reminds me of sort of... um. If we go Adelaide United reference, like a Geronimo Newman type, he's one of those Ooh, small players like that's just, he's nippy and he's just really, really gritty. He's going to win 50-50s and he's going to win aerial contests that that he shouldn't because he's just going to put himself in for everything. And just, he's one of those guys you love because it doesn't matter if he should or shouldn't be winning it. He's going to give himself a chance every single time. Um, And I, and I love that. And he, he has a bit of touch about him too. About 10 minutes after the half, that ball came to him on the full and he played that backheel volley flick through to Craig Goodwin, who was probably two or three metres offside, but it was just a very, very silky moment from a young kid on debut. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he's confident because he's, he what, in the space of a fortnight now, he's bagged, what, four goals in the NPL, and now he's come up here and he's had a really good, really good game against the, uh, the eventual premiers, and now, yeah, on the score sheet. Only upwards from here, we've unearthed another gem, I think. Yeah, we potentially have. And the other gem that we've unearthed in the last 12 months did it again, didn't he? Oh, Cooper's just, doing that. Doing the segues <laughs> these days. Look oh, at here that. here we go. Cooper's losing the pod. Here we go. Brilliant. Let's do it. Take wow. it back seat, Sammy. Ah, take it away. I'll just sit and listen. I don't mind. Uh, I know we've, well, we have sort of spoke Angus Thurgate golf. Forget about that. Nestor and Kunda, he just can't stop scoring, can he? Just, he's so special, this kid. Um. <laughs> No, I'm very... Yeah, now, what are you going to say? Sort of, like, well, gonna go to, we spoke about... You said that you didn't see this goal, Sam. Um, and we're talking yeah, about the group chat. You're saying there was a few yeah. people that online had gone, oh, you know, we've seen him score some special goals. And this was... I'd seen it called a tap-in a few times. Oh, jeez. And it's it's just, it was very harsh. Like, it's one-on-one with the goalkeeper. But he just... He's one of the best finishers we've had in a few years. The way He just... He has so much power behind his finishes. And he could have gone across Duncan here... But just the power at the near post, it was never being saved, was it? Yeah, it gets the height on it. Real tough for keepers, those ones. 
because yeah. you're there's just I don't, there's not a lot you can do. You don't have time to react at all. So if it's yeah. not if it doesn't hit you, you've got no hope. But it makes you look a little bit foolish as the keeper because everyone's always so concerned with the keeper guarding their near post. Like you should yeah, never get beaten. It's, and you, it's ridiculous. There, there's situations like this exactly, and he's it, he reminds me of kind of like. You remember in junior in junior football, you play under nines, under tens, and there'd be a couple of mums on the sidelines just yelling at their kids, like, kick it hard. Go on, Johnny, kick it hard. And that's literally what he does. He just kicks the ball as hard as he can. Yeah. But he has such precision and accuracy with his finishing. What what can't I've <laughs> I did a status last week, actually did a tweet last week. What can't he do? And it kind of started like, because he's only 17, obviously, it was like, oh, he, he can't go to a bar, he can't vote. But the man can score a fucking goal. Absolutely. How good. Um, he also had that, he had another chance where he hit the post where I think Simon Hill in the commentary said he had no right to even try and score from there. And he he still managed to kind of just beat the defender and get the shot away across the keeper. And it was very unlucky. The way Simon Hill talks about Nestry makes me think he's posturing to be his agent. <laughs> oh. He's very um one underrated trend of Nestor's that we don't talk about often and that I haven't heard spoken about often when he comes on late is people love his pace and they love how much of a like you for say a cheat code he is running at tired defenders. But he is so strong on the ball too. And even this chance that he created where Simon Hill has said what he has, he held he had the ball, possession of the ball for thirty to forty seconds in the build-up to this, and he's just one arm out holding off defenders running towards goal. He just is such an asset to have on the park late in games for how well he keeps the ball, which is something that we don't do very well. Mm. No, especially in this game. I'll move it on. We've got Wellington this Friday night. We'll do our usuals and uh, grab the predictions. I'll just start off by saying, uh, given recent results, you feel like it should be a win, but you just never know with Adelaide, so I'm not confident still. Yeah, no. if... well, I wasn't. I wasn't confident going into this one. Uh, I did write no. us off. It felt like we had two one defeat written all over us, and we're two nil up in fifteen minutes. I went two nil. I think. Mm. I think I had us more to goals win, than I yeah. thought. Definitely, like Wellington have the firepower to trouble us. I think. Uh, what's that? Oscar Zawada is in Zawada, great touch yeah. right now. I think third top scorer in the league, just cracked ten goals, and he's got the kind of physicality and presence that's going to run Lockie Barr and Ben Wallen to the ground. Mm. Score yeah. prediction? I would, I would say, I think we win 3-2. Okay. It'll be goals again. Um, A little bit off the cards compared to that. I think Friday Night Lights back at High Marsh. We're, we're at our best on a Friday night at High Marsh and I don't rate the Knicks too highly. Um, they have good presence up front. I don't think we'll be able to keep a clean sheet, but I'm going to go 4-1 Adelaide. Oh, all right. Okay, oh, I'm gonna I go, like that a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go three-one Adelaide, only because I don't want to be negative and say we won't win. But I'm not confident. But I'm going to go three-one Adelaide. Um, Wellington are just they—they're a well-coached and well-structured team, I think. So, um, yes. I really like what Vitello has done with them, and they're—they're they're quite good to watch most weeks. Wellington. Um, yeah, I don't mind Yeah. Uh, Cooper, if it's okay with you, I might transition to the next bit. If that's, <laughs> or do you want to take it? Or no, has he got for, it in his run sheet? No, nah, go yeah. for your life. You got the yeah. you got the dockets in front of you, mate. Yeah, I got the, yeah. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for the approval. Uh, the Socceroos squad's been announced for the upcoming. What have we got? Upcoming friendlies against uh, 
They're welcome home friendlies, yeah. Yeah, upcoming well, friendlies against who? Huh? Who? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> let's, gonna... let's, let's give him a couple guesses. No, I'm going to kick him from the pod. <laughs> I'm going to kick him. Uh, Ecuador, Colombia, who cares? Um, <laughs> One of them was correct. <laughs> yeah. One of them was correct. Uh, I'm just here to talk about the Australia squad. I don't give a fuck who we're playing. I'm just annoyed that both games are in, uh, guess where? Sydney and Melbourne. Who'd have thought? Uh, it's not in Gosford. Who'd have thought Sydney and Melbourne are hosting the Socceroos games? There's not possibly anyone else in Australia that wants to see them play. Um, But Joe Gauchy makes the squad with Matt Ryan, and it is absolutely criminal that Andrew Redmayne is still in the squad, given how shit he has been in the A-League recently and just how ordinary he is in general. Um, Jobs for the boys still going on there with Arnie, the dick face. Um, Defenders, Nathaniel Atkinson, Aziz Bayic, Geordie Boss, who I think we'll all agree are very happy to see. Milos Degenek, Tommy Deng, Kai Rolls, Sutar, Bailey Wright. No complaints from any of us there, I don't think. Uh, I would only say, um, look, I'm not the biggest hard subscriber, but it doesn't sound like uh, Nat Atkinson has had the greatest season. And I think if you're going to go looking around for fullbacks in Scotland that should be given a chance, why not Ryan Strain? That's a fair point. Also, um, midfielders, Bacchus, Devlin, McGree, Metcalf, Moy, Irvine, O'Neill, and Alexander Robertson. We'll come back to that. Uh, and the Fords, Brandon Borello, Jason Cummings, Mitch Duke, Garan Quall, Craig Goodwin, Awe Mabil, Marco Tilio. And what I love about it is a lot of A-League goals in that in that squad. Um, and Nestor Irinkunda gets a training spot with him. How good. Where should I love we, where we start? I love that Nestor is added on the bottom there as like some special guest on a TV show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and <Be> featuring. <laughs> what What is his capacity going to be? He's not going to sit on the bench or anything, is he? I don't think so, but he's just going to train with him. Okay. Which, no, well, it's a start, fun. but yeah, I would rather just take, for the kid. just take two goalkeepers, cut Redman and put <laughs> Aaron why, do we, why do we need three? Yeah. Anyway, what what do you want? Is there anything you want to pick out of this? I don't have any. Um, I don't have too many gripes, really. I guess the squad's pretty. It's about what we thought it would be. I think it's a good squad. I think the guys that you want to see rewarded have been rewarded. I think Brandon Borello is a really good call because he's been excellent this season since coming back to Australia. Yeah. Um, I think O'Neill is a really good addition in midfield. You know, yep. it's the first time you read out a list of midfielders, and I thought, oh my god. I'm excited to see the combinations of of mm. what these guys can do. Like Cam Devlin, Riley McGree, Aaron Moy, who's in somehow career best form. Yep, this is a good this is a good team. Cooper, yeah, I love it. Love the inclusion of Alexander Robertson as well. I'm glad to see Arnie go early on a few young ones here. He wasn't yeah. going to get Volpatoed again, was he? Not going to do mm. the Volpato thing where you put the ball in his court mm. and just wait for Volpato to select himself for Australia. Even though you're the national team coach, fuck me! I can't believe we have to deal with Arnie for another four years, though. That's that's what makes me very sad about seeing this squad. It's like I want to get up and about for the Socceroos, and I want to. I love every. You know, we always talk about this, Tommy. We love when the Socceroos play. It's so hard to enjoy Graham Arnold, and I just it's. I, I sound like a fucking salty wanker because I keep going on about it, but. Surely you agree with me. I don't understand how Redmayne makes it in this squad. He's, there is no way he's in the three best Australian goalkeepers. No, no chance. There's guys, um, uh, Ashley Maynard Brewer, 
is a guy that's playing in England's lower leagues that's just signed a, a like a massive deal to his club. I think it might be Charlton or something. Yeah. He's having a great season. This is the time to be capping guys like this and getting them in the setup. Yeah. Redmayne is purely a marketing tool. That's all I can there's, think. There's others in the A-League who are, you know, as deserving of a go as Andrew Redmayne. Yeah, there was conversation about Lawrence Thomas and where he's gone in terms of pecking order for the Socceroos and stuff like that. Vukovic has now ruled himself out. I don't think Langerak's ever going to want to come back into the fold. So, yeah, maybe it is time to look around the A-League and see who's next. Yeah, even a... um. Uh, actually, I don't know if he's even eligible, but people might laugh, but I would like someone like Jamie Young. I know he's 37 now, but, you know, if we're having a bunch of friendlies, give the guy a cap. I don't know. But I've got a feeling he might be um, played like youth for England, though, I reckon. So I don't know how much that counts. I think they changed that. I don't think it matters. Senior caps. Yeah. Yeah, Alexander Robertson has played for the Young Lions as well. So Okay, there you go. But okay. yeah, I'm just throwing out names there. I just thought Andrew mm. Redmayne is, we've seen he's made some shocking mistakes in the A-League since coming back from the World Cup and is just so undeserving of this spot. It's just so Sydney. Yeah, I'm not for it. I'm not, Yeah, no, I'm with you. I just, I'm trying now to rack my brain who would I actually have out of the A-League. Probably no one else. Joe Gauchi is your A-League call up. He's your bolter. Yeah. But give, you know, definitely Maynard Brewer camp. That's where I sit. Okay. Um, we're all around Geordie Bosch, aren't we? I think. Defs. Huge yep. fan. Keen to see him get some uh minutes in the Socceroos jersey. Uh we've already mentioned Robertson. Uh any of the Fords here, I guess Craig Goodwin. Um I well, I just love we talked about it the other week that the amount of guys who are coming back from the Socceroos squad who and all scoring goals in the A League. I know Leckie's not there, but he's come back scoring goals. Craig Goodwin goals and assists. Garen Quall was, and now he's just shipped off. Cummings is, Barello is. Um, it's there's quality in that front third. Yeah, I love the Brenner Barello selection. Um, it's it's doing bits for me off the basis that I just love the the advertisement that if you've gone abroad and it's not working for you, you can come back to the A League and revive your career. It's not a retirement village. It's not a century yeah, for, for false Australian footballers. And I think, you know, guys like James Holland did a really bad job of coming back to the A League and trying to put themselves on the map before a World Cup and it didn't work and it was no one's fault but their own form. And they went, nah, fuck this stupid small league. It's if I wasn't playing for Adelaide, I would have I would have been at the World Cup. I would have played for Australia. Yeah. And Brandon Barello's come back here and he's he's put his head down, his ass up, he's gone to work and he's been fantastic for the Wanderers and, and it's and it's so right that he's been rewarded for it. Oh yeah. So many people look upon that negatively in Australia though. The returning footballer. Oh, you tried, you failed. Look how much Azani cops it. Yeah, no, exactly. Azani's an interesting one to be left out as well. He did, he lit up the A League when he came back this season. Yeah, a little bit. For the Bulls initially. Uh, there was a lot of chat about him even going to the World Cup. The form That's hasn't he... been there since, I don't think. No, nah, so. yeah. definitely not. No, I did see some chat around how it seems Garen Quoll and now Nestoria and Kunda are going to be fixtures of this national side probably in the next 12 months to come and, and they're going to be involved and you know train on train on positions aren't exactly uh, to my knowledge they're not a limited thing so why aren't we using these opportunities to 
get guys like Nest, like they have with Nesta in and around the squad and experienced in camps. And I, I saw someone talking about it's interesting that no one ever really spoke about him like they did with Nesta and getting this opportunity. But Mo Torres has scored more A-League goals than Garan Kual and mm. Nesta Irankunda. But, you know, he was never blinked an eye out in a train-on position or should we throw a cap on him or should we do this? And I just... I think there needs to be like some sort of real push to just give these young kids that are really, really performing at a senior level, just do what they've done with Nesta, take them with you, you know, two weeks in a camp and they will be so much better for it. Definitely. No, I agree. I saw that as well. And it made me wonder, I think Mo became a victim of that run of youth teams. I mean, we saw it again, uh, the under twenties couldn't get themselves into the um, under 20 world cup via the under 20 um, Asian cup that they were in. And I think he fell victim to that a little bit as well because he didn't turn up in that competition. Um, it's kind of the same thing with Noah Bottich, you know, you've seen come back who's scoring goals for Western United. What's he got five, five and five games now or something? Yep. Which is a great return. He's another guy you could talk about knocking on the door as a young striker. But for Mo, he he never garnered that hype, did he? Like Garan Quall, you can understand because it's an East Coast thing. Nestory you get because he's just he's so good you can't overlook him at all the mo one i would almost put down to the anti-south australian bias which is my favorite hat to put on and i think that kind of fed into you know our santori thinking he needed to go to sydney bruce kamau thinking he had to go to melbourne cassini yangi thinking he had to go to sydney to break into these sides there definitely is a bit of that because i've read and i heard on the news tonight that this is the first time adelaide united's had three socceroos since 2010 and so I look at it over the course of the last 13 years, we've had quality players that should be in the Socceroos throughout that period. So why why is it only now that we're starting to get them in there? Yeah, and it's very much related to like, you know, Sam just mentioned Daniel Azani and how he's copped it for coming back to the A-League. But it's, you know, these kids have six to 10 glorious months in the A-League and we send them off with a backpack full of hope overseas and go turn yourself into a fucking superstar and come back, lad, rather than going, how can we help you become a superstar because we need you to push this nation forward in a positive footballing direction. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a conundrum, isn't it? Because we're talking about two guys who both don't, well, like Quoll and Nestor, they don't start for their respective clubs. And yet we are really pinning hopes on them being the next big things, which is the opposite of what we did 20 years ago for the golden gen. We had the young guys like Kiel, Viduka coming through who were starting every week in the best leagues in the world. Yeah. I'll just, um, one final thing for me on, on Nestory, uh, Ben Halloran suspended this week for Adelaide and Carl was asked in a press conference about, what he would do where the cloth will go out wide. And he sort of hinted that, that there was a fair possibility that Nestory might get himself a start this weekend. Ooh. And I sort of, I, I, I just wonder how, how you feel about that? Because talking to um Antonis Pagonis, our friend from the Inner Sanctum and another media mate, Chris Adams, was sort of saying like, it feels wrong, but he is such a cheat code late in the games off the bench that I almost don't want to lose that. But you can't at the same time, if a guy is just so even like so young, so good, so energetic, you can't just limit his career because, you know, hold on. Deserves the crap. Yeah. We can't just go, our senior boys might not have done the job after 70 minutes and we need to rely on you as a newly 17 year old to come off the bench and win this game if he deserves his go. So. Yeah. Deserves the crap. 
You got I think so. That? I I think so too. I can't see him starting him. Um, is I, I think he'll move Clough out wide and play Ethan Alligish. Yeah, yeah, same. So. Uh, is Bernardo back yet? Maybe we could play Bernardo first half, Aaron Kunda second half. Uh, I think he's been playing youth league has, or MPL, hasn't he? We just played with the young Socceroos over in the qualifiers. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what he played. Yeah, mm. there you so go. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's back. Maybe he's ready to go. We could do half half. I'd love to see that. All right. Um, one last thing before I finish off. I'm just re- looking on the something I came across on the Socceroos page where the squad was announced. Comment from a local uh, referee out here in the amateur league. Two times Playford, one times Manapara, one times Gawler, one times Modbury. South Australia's north, well represented. And I think that's a perfect spot for us to finish. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The okay. Hoff. Is that okay with you, Cooper? I'm allowed to finish <laughs> the pod. Can Do I you stop? Usually the pod? Are? Do you usually ask for permission? Or? Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a simp. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. I've got I've got hats to hold out in the corner of Gujar and and Hyman, Excellent. So, yeah, uh, all right, Daddy Daddy Coop, getting it done. Let's yeah, let's finish it off. All right, good stuff, guys. I'll catch you later. Uh, episode one hundred and four is up as well. Check that out. Um, see you next week. See you Friday. Bye for now.